And our scripture lesson this morning comes from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. It's the fourth chapter. He says, therefore, putting away falsehood, let everyone speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his hands so that he might be able to give to those in need. Let no evil come out of your mouths, but only such is good for edifying as it fits the occasion, that he may impart grace to those who hear. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God in whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath, anger and clamor and slander be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave his life for us. Amen. Well, dear friends in Christ, grace and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm fascinated by these words because when we first read them, they just seem like almost pablums. You know, be good people, don't be kind to one another, the kind of things you expect Paul to say. And yet, he has an edge to them, and he has a warning to them. He says, give no opportunity to the devil. Because the reason, one reason at least, that Paul is telling us to act like good people, to putting away falsehood and speaking the truth, and letting anger dissipate, we do that because those are actions which allow the devil to really enter our souls. We don't think much of Satan as being, you know, somebody with a forked tail or kind of lurking around us, but the possibilities for our letting our baser natures, our unchristian thoughts and feelings take over our bodies and take over our minds most especially, that opportunity is always present with us. And when we depart from what Paul is telling us, we finally let the devil kind of take over. He gets an opportunity to enter in. I know I love to read Facebook posts. And when I read posts that are opposed to my political position or say things that I think are just so wrong, I immediately get anger and my first thought is, well, I should write a nasty response to that. And sometimes if I see the person doing the posting is someone I like, I say, well, maybe I won't do that. But I still can't understand how this person who I thought was a good person could think so badly. Once I let negative thoughts flood into me, right along with them comes all of the powers of evil that will turn me even on someone who's been good to me and someone I know and someone I love. Whenever I start feeling sorry for myself, the power of the devil kind of washes into me and makes me forget all the things that I like about life and just concentrate on those things that at this moment, at least, I don't. Whenever I get angry and just let that anger out at someone, it just builds more anger. And my body gets flooded, not with the peace that God promises with me, but with tension and self-defense and flight or fight or flight, you know, that sort of thing. So God is giving us good advice. Uh, Paul is giving us good advice. He's saying, if you want to have the peace of Christ, then act like you have the peace of Christ. Put away falsehoods. Speak the truth. 
and remember that we are members one of another, even, even those people who we may not like are children of God, redeemed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And once we'll remember that, once we see our neighbor as a fellow child of God, as someone who Christ died for, then our anger gets dissipated. It doesn't mean that we don't feel it, but we don't let it take over. He also says, God redeems us. So let the person who is a thief stop being a thief and start working and then sharing with his neighbor because then instead of being a force for bad in the world, he's a force for good. Well, I don't have to belabor this too much because Paul preaches his own sermons. But I don't want us either to just let these words of peace and happiness drift over us as just pablum because they're not. They're the way God sets down for us to be good people, to have peace in our hearts and feel the blessings of God even as we go on. So that is the good news for this morning. Thanks be to God. Now, could we continue with the word of prayer? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the blessings you do give us. We thank you for all the good people in this world. We thank you for all those who help one another. We thank you especially for police officers and firefighters and medical personnel and utility workers and for merchants and lawyers and doctors and teachers and farmers, for all those people who spend their days trying to bring peace and plenty to us all. And we thank you for their witness. We lift our prayers for all those who suffer, for the hungry and for the homeless, for the victims of wars and of all the natural disasters. We pay especially for those people who are being affected by this new COVID virus that seems to be resurging in our world. Help us to be a compassionate one for another. We lift our prayers for our president, for our governor, for all the men and women in the armed forces. And we pray for one another as we remember the words you taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of God's countenance upon you. Give each of you God's peace. Thank you so much for watching this. We hope you have a very blessed week.